Huddling Up with Upper Cumberland Coaches and Players. The Upper Mumbies blank Cookville in Thursday's season opener. Mason Bowman has a career night for the Monterey Wildcats, and Coach Bruce Lamb gets a big victory in his Clay County debut. From ucsportsnation.com, this is the High School Playbook. The Upper Cumberland's place to talk prep sports. Built by Mountain Barn Builders. Quality products, a high level of workmanship. Mountain Barn Builders, storage buildings, animal shelters, gazebos. Visit Highway 127 between Jamestown and Clark Range. The high school football season is underway. Week one is officially in the books. Good morning from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville. Tom Duggan for the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Some strong performances in week one of the high school football season, which actually kicked off on Thursday night. There will be, in fact, more high school games throughout the year on Thursday night than we've seen in years past. The Upperman Bees and the Cookville Cavaliers kicked off against one another at Tennessee Tech on Thursday night. Jackson Rollins rolled up 189 rushing yards on 24 carries, had four total touchdowns. He also picked off a pass in the end zone in the fourth quarter as he had a huge night. Opperman's defense holds Cookville to 114 total yards. Opperman blanks Cookville in the season opener 34 to nothing. Then on Friday night, Clay County, the debut of Coach Bruce Lamb as the head coach of the Bulldogs. Joseph Markham rushes seven times for 111 yards, scores three touchdowns. Clay County blanks Jackson County 40 to nothing. Tough night for the Cumberland County Jets in their opener as they fall to Whitwell 29 to 17. One of the best finishes in the Upper Cumberland last night happened down in Smithville. Colby Barnes caught a 13-yard touchdown pass from Briz Trap. Then Barnes ran in the two-point conversion with 104 to play. DeKalb County rallies past Warren County 35-34, the final score there. The Monterey Wildcats got over 320 yards from scrimmage from Mason Bowman, who also scored four touchdowns last night. Monterey was tied up at 14 with Cannon County at the half, but the Wildcats roll to a 50-14 win in that game down in Woodbury. Stone Memorial gets a big win over Lenore City in their season opener, 30-14 the final score. Malachi Dow has a great season opener following up an outstanding 2021 season. Four touchdowns, quarterback Trip Pinion accounting for three scores. White County blanks Livingston Academy in the opener for both of those teams, 48-0. The final score, Bledsoe County down York Institute, 28-14. The Dragons get uh, an effort, 10 of 24 effort from Miles LaFew, the quarterback, 122 yards and a touchdown in a losing effort. This morning, we'll be talking with Monterey head football coach Scott Hughes about their big win over Cannon County last night. White County coach Mark Frazier and members of the White County High School football team will join us here live at Chick-fil-A. We'll also be talking with uh, Upperman head football coach Adam Kane a little bit later on in the program. Right now, though, let's head on up to Salina. Coach Bruce Lamb of the Clay County Bulldogs, again, back on the sidelines after a year away. Huge win last night, 40 to nothing over Jackson County. Coach Lamb, thank you for joining us this morning. First of all, how good did it feel to be back on the sidelines coaching the Clay County Bulldogs? 
Well, I'm going to tell you, it, it, uh, I was a little nervous before the game. It's been a while since I've done that, and uh, it was it was, uh, it was was exciting, though. I enjoyed it. It felt like it was home, uh, getting back out there and, and doing what I've done for the last 29, 30 years. And, and uh, I just uh, I was excited about the, the whole situation, and, and the kid response, kids responded. Coach, you get a big win, 40 to nothing over Jackson County. What did you see from your team that really stood out from last night's game? Well, they did some things that we hadn't seen uh, in a long time. With uh, the way they changed their defense up, and they were sending eight people a lot of times. And our kids did a good job of, of uh, you know, not getting frustrated at times and and uh, picking those blitzes up and and uh, making up making some holes for our young uh, young guys back here in the back to uh, hit and then open and. And, and getting some yardage. Coach, you get a big knife from Joseph Mark and Markham with seven rushes, 111 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, in the run game last night, you had to be pleased with that performance. Were you getting the kind of rushing performance that you wanted out of your team? Uh, definitely. You know, like I said, they were lining up uh, things we hadn't seen before, and, and it would made it tough at times. But, uh, you know, we kept working at it and, and, and doing what we usually do and, and – uh, Joseph and then Keaton both had some good yardage. I know coming in as a new coach, you're bringing in a new system. Kids are learning a lot of new things. Did this team kind of grasp on to your philosophy pretty quickly and easily? Well, we're all still learning. Uh, you know, Coach Maynard does a great job with offense. You know, I, I give him full reign. And he, he gets up there and, and every day and uh, is pounded in their heads as we as we go along, and, and uh, you know I've been doing it like I said, I've been doing it a long time, and, and you know I'm still learning uh, from the stuff that we're doing. But you know once we get that down, I think we'll be okay. And uh, it's one of those things that uh, it takes a little time. Clay County coach Bruce Lamb, our guest on the High School Playbook, presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, for you personally, what were some of the things that you kind of had to reacclimate yourself after a year away from the sidelines? Well, you know, just uh, the butterflies were the big thing. I mean, I, it had been a while and, and before the game and all day long. Yeah, it was kind of, you know, I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> you know, I, did, <laughs> I was like, am I really doing this? And uh, But it, it was it was great. You know, the kids were awesome. Uh, my coaches' staff was great. Coach Dixon, you know, pitched a shutout and uh, just just proud of what we did. And, you know, it, it's not about me. It's about these kids. And, uh, you know, I was just proud of what they did last night. Now, I know from a coaching perspective, there's got to be a few things that you took away last night that you know you've got to go back to practice and work on. What were some of those aspects? Uh, uh, definitely, I think we need to we need you know, fix some, some steps that we had in the offensive line. I think uh, defensively, we got we got to make sure we make the tackles. Our special teams has got to get a little better. So, you know, yeah, there's a lot of things. You know, as I told those kids last night, um, you know, now you enjoy the win, forty nothing. It's hard to say something, but you know, we got to watch. We'll watch film and we'll see where we need to get better. And there's there's a lot of areas we can get better. Coach Bruce Lamb, our guest this morning on the High School Playbook. Coach, we appreciate you getting up and spending a few minutes of us, and uh, good luck to you and your team on throughout the season. Thank you. I appreciate you. Coach Lamb has assembled quite a coaching staff up at Clay County. Former Cookville head football coach Jimmy Maynard taking over as his offensive coordinator. Former Smith County head coach Mike Dickerson, his defensive coordinator. 
high expectations for that Clay County team playing in Region 4-1A this season. Let's shift gears and head over to Monterey this morning. Coach Scott Hughes' team shook off a bit of a rusty start last night against Cannon County. They make it a blowout in the second half, however, over 300 yards from scrimmage from Mason Bowman. Monterey 50, Cannon County 14. Coach Hughes, good morning. A great win for your team last night. What adjustments were you able to make at halftime that got the team rolling in the second half? Well, you know, we knew Cannon County was going to be a big physical football team. Coach Daniels does a great job. Uh, you know, they were a second-round uh, playoff team last year, and, and he returned a lot of guys this year and has a lot of good football players. And, and you know, early we're playing a lot of new guys. And he, there was some jitters. There was some excitement. And, and it was just some typical first-night mistakes. Uh, you know, we – we shot ourselves in the foot early uh, with some penalties. You know, we, we were first and 20 or second and 17, I think, on three drives. And two of those drives were inside the red zone. And, and it's hard to be successful when you do that. And, um, you know, so we, we go out and we have a couple busts on defense. And, uh, you know, we were able to, to get it back to even at the half. And, and we felt at that point in time if we could clean some things up, we had a shot to be successful in the in the second half and and pull a win out, um, and we and that's what we done. I mean, we were able to cut the penalties out. Uh, we you know the young guys that were starting or playing for the first time kind of settled in, and and you saw a huge growth. and And I'm gonna tip my hat to some guys over uh, during halftime. Uh, not only did our coaches do a great job of making adjustments, but uh, saw some senior leadership. Uh, really show its face during halftime, and and I was really proud to see that. And and when you start seeing guys going to the front, leadership's a hard thing. Uh, when you got to stick your neck out, uh, and and you know everybody's looking at you, and and then all of a sudden, you know you speak up, and and guys follow. And it was really impressive to see last night. I want to ask you about one play in particular that happened not long before halftime. Cannon County had just scored on a 62-yard touchdown run. You're down 14-7. They kick off, and Michael already goes 70-plus yards, I think, on the kickoff for the touchdown. How huge was that play at that moment to kind of shift that momentum back right before halftime? Oh, it's huge because we, you know, we, we had just busted on defense, and, and we've been talking about being where we're supposed to be, and, and mentally we had a breakdown. Uh, which is going to happen. Uh, you know, unfortunately, we don't want it to, but it does. But we, we've been preaching on special teams to change games. And that's something that we've been working extremely hard on and, and that it's not a play uh, that we take off. And, and we're using a ton of starters on those teams uh, to try to either create field position or, in that case, score. And, uh, you know, it was something that Michael, who uh, he's a great player, uh, and, and he's explosive, and, and, you know, we feel confident anytime he has the football in his hands that good things are going to happen, and, and he made it happen. And, and that's why he was in that position and, and super proud for him to uh, change the momentum and get the momentum back for us. Monterey head football coach Scott Hughes, our guest on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, you got a great performance from Mason Bowman last night, over 300 yards rushing, and more than that on a couple of receptions at that. Four total touchdowns. Uh, Mason seemed to come out on a mission last night. 
He, he did, and, and, you know, so proud for him. Uh, Mason's a, a young man that has meant a lot to our football program since he got with us as a freshman, and um, he's a hardworking young man and a high-character young man, and so everything he gets is, is more than deserved because he puts himself in those spots. But, uh, you know, to go out on opening night and, and be over 300 yards rushing and, um, you know, be, be close to – 350 total yards is a phenomenal night and uh, well-deserved. And uh, You know, it, it's one of those things, uh, you know, he, he's a special player. and uh, it, it's, But he'll be the first one to tell everybody that uh, his offensive line and tight ends and everybody else uh, is the reason why he's in that position. Very humble young man. Exceptional play by the line last night for sure. Quarterback Matthew Montgomery had an outstanding game. Coach, he's just a strong young man. We kept remarking about that uh, on our broadcast last night that, you know, Matthew just makes plays happen. And when you think you got him in the grasp, you don't. He seems like just a strong young man. What has he done in the offseason to kind of step his game up? Well, you look at uh, what he does in the weight room. You look at what he does on his own. Uh, to to increase his flexibility and increase his strength and, and the discipline that he has in his diet. Uh, you know, when you when you look back over Matthew's career, he's completely transformed his body and, and just become a high-level athlete and prepared himself uh, not only to be able to play both sides of the football, which is, is kind of rare, you know, for a quarterback to flip over and play inside linebacker, but he does, and he's a leader on defense for us. Uh, and he's put himself in position uh, mentally and physically to give himself an opportunity to hopefully play at the next level uh, past this year. And, and so, you know, Matthew's a guy that he's dedicated himself to the sport. He loves the sport. And, uh, you know, he's reaping the benefits for the discipline that he has on and off the field. Coach Scott Hughes, great win on Friday night to open the season for the Monterey Wildcats. Uh, the Wildcats will hit the road next week to travel up to Cumberland County. Coach, best of luck in that game and uh, throughout the course of the season. Thank you so much, sir. We have more coming up on the high school playbook. We'll talk to Upperman head football coach Adam Kane. We've got the White County Warriors in-house today. Coach Mark Frazier will speak to him and members of his football team all coming up. This is the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. This is the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders, covering high school sports from Jamestown to McMinnville. We're at Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville, week one of the high school football season in the books. Tom Duggan for the High School Playbook, joined now by White County Head Football Coach Mark Frazier whose team got a big win, 48 nothing last night over Livingston Academy. Coach, that's the way you want to start the season, isn't it? Uh, you know, obviously, it's, it was a big win. That's a rivalry win for us, so that was, you know, excited to get the victory. You know, obviously, every coach is going to come in and talk about all the other things that went wrong and everything you want to <laughs> fix. But I told the kids last night, you know, it's one of those things where you win a game like that in a rivalry game, and even though we've got a lot of things that we can get better at, you need to enjoy it be excited about it. So, you know, we had a big crowd. Uh, both fan bases came out, you know, Livingston, very proud tradition there, and I know a lot of the guys there. So it was it was a fun night, excited to get the win. Coach, you had a good season last year. I know you missed out on the playoffs in a very tough region that you guys are in, but were you able to kind of build off that momentum coming into this year? Well, you know, 
we had a good year. These guys, I've told everybody, it's a senior-laden bunch. Um, these kids have played together for a long time. They expect to win. You know, we've kind of gotten over that hurdle. You know, at one point, White County football, that was something that we worried about when we started being confident enough in the game to believe that you can win. Mm-hmm. And obviously going into that region, um, you know, there were some question marks about can we compete there. And uh, we obviously didn't do what we wanted to achieve, but the competitiveness was there. And, um, you know, these guys – expect big things so uh, to answer your question yes i think that they realize their potential and hopefully we can actually you know get some w's instead of just close losses what's the biggest thing that really stood out about your performance last night you know i was i was excited you know turnovers has been a big boo for us uh, we did a really good job handling the ball our special teams were really good um you know most people talk offensive and defense, but you know you can really get beat with those other areas. And I know that's coach cliche and all that stuff. But in all seriousness, I was really excited that we played a clean game and that we, you know, we we did a pretty good job getting on and off the field with our, uh, you know, substitutions and things like that. Game one, you just kind of worried about a lot of those things and a lot of new guys playing for the first time. You know, we had a lot of sophomores on the field, even though we're a lot of seniors. We had a lot of sophomores and special teams in some, you know, good areas, uh, you know, important areas. So it was, it was. That was probably what was most pleasing to me. I'm going to ask your players about this as well, but it's got to feel good as a head coach when you see a zero on that other side of the scoreboard. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's defensively last year, you know, it's funny. You talk to some people and talk about how we struggled here and struggled there. Um, and you hear complimentary football on the TV all the time, but several of those times, you know, we turnovers put our defense in bad spots. But with that being said, we want to improve on that side of the ball. So it was nice to get a good start. Hey, we, we, we had some – we had some things we did wrong, <laughs> so uh, we've got a lot to clean up on both sides. Uh, but, but like I said, with the goose egg on the defensive side and to put up points like that against the rivalry, you know, rivalry game is, is a good way to start. Absolutely, we've got three players in uh, in house this morning. Three seniors, matter of fact, Garrett Johnson, senior middle linebacker. Ryan Bumbelow, senior defensive lineman and fullback, and, J- and uh, Jalen Hanna, senior defensive tackle. Garrett, we'll start out with you, and I'm going to ask you that very same question. Uh, as a senior middle linebacker, how good did it feel to put that zero up on the board last night? Oh, it felt great, um, especially when it's uh, Livingston. It just makes it ten times better. <laughs> yeah, everyone did a good job. Our younger guys stepped up, but we still got improvement to do. I want to ask you a question. I know you, know, you get butterflies, especially when you're younger. As a senior coming out for the first game of your last season of high school football were there some butterflies what were the emotions last night oh it was uh it was very emotional when me bray connor and malachi were out there on the 50 yard line before the game it just really set in that this is our this is our last first with it being your last season what are the goals for this year you know first off we got to win we got to win our district that's what we want to do and then we want to go into uh in the playoffs and we want to go deep and we want to make it to state Knowing you had so many close games last year, is that an extra motivating factor, particularly in region, to, to kind of get get over the hump and get those dubs that you didn't get last year? Yes, sir. Those close games, um, the ones that we lost, they, they're really uh, fueling us this year. They're keeping us going. When you look back on your high school career after it's all said and done, what do you want people to say about your career at White County? Uh, I just want them to, to say that I was a good leader and I'd pick my teammates up and if they don't know where to go, I'll try to help them get there and just don't harp on them and pick them back up. Let's get to Ryan Bumbelow, senior defensive lineman and fullback, coming up next. Uh, I'll ask you kind of the same thing, Ryland, about the the uh, 
emotions of it being the first game of your last season? What was going through your mind as things kind of got started last night? Uh, yeah, so a lot was going on last night. We were all excited. It was a really emotional game. Everybody was up doing good, getting excited. Uh, a lot of the front four was in the backfield. And, uh, secondary and our linebackers are doing a really good job. For people that have never played football, what's it like going out there, the, the Friday night lights, the crowd cheering for you? What, what's just what's that feel like? Uh, it feels amazing. That's probably the best feeling you can have in the world is you hear the band playing. That's, that's the best thing you can hear out there. Looking at this team as a whole, what do you personally feel like are some areas that you do need to improve to take another step this season? Um, my aggression. I need to get more aggressive and uh, get where I can go both ways without having to stop and take a breather. Ryland, being a senior, you're one of the players that are looked up to by some of the younger players. Are you pretty vocal about trying to help out the younger players, sharing advice, making adjustments? Uh, yes, sir. I help our O-line especially whenever we got to make a sub or someone's coming in new to the game. I help them out if they need to know where they need to go. I'll just say, you go here and I'm going to come off your butt or something like that, playing at fullback. Personal goals for you. What are some things that you've worked on between your junior and senior year to try to help you improve your individual game? Um, I've definitely got a lot stronger, my legs, definitely. Um, trying to get stronger and trying to get lower coming off the ball. Um, that way I just don't get stood up. What do you see as the full potential of this football team this season? I think uh, we put all the pieces together. Hopefully we can make a good run in playoffs. That's our goal. All right, Ryland Bombalo, senior defensive lineman, fullback. Let's get to Jalen Hanna, senior defensive tackle. All right, Jalen, you go out, you pick, pitch that goose egg against Livingston Academy. It's a rivalry game. How good did it feel when the final horn sounded and it's 48 nothing on the scoreboard? Uh, it felt great, you know. Um, uh, looking up at the student section, all the fans that we had there, um, the, you could really feel the intensity and feel how excited everybody was. So um, I feel like it was a great win, but uh, all that. Jalen, going back to when you first started at White County High School, your football career there to now, what are some of the biggest changes you've seen in yourself both individually and as a football player? Um, individually, I feel like, uh, you know, I feel like we have a lot of – I feel like I've gotten a lot closer with a lot of my other teammates uh, and coaching staff. Um, made a lot of new friends that I – you know, friendships that I remember forever. And then uh, – for myself, um, I feel like I've improved on my aggression, speed, obviously. Um, I feel like I've just become a better overall football player. Jalen, as a senior, you're a leader on this football team. Are you more of a vocal leader or a leader by example? Um, in my opinion, I think I'm more of a leader by example. Um, you know, uh, if, if, if somebody does not know where to go or, you know, needs an extra kick, then I'll give it to them. But... You know, I like to let my play, you know, help other people. As a defensive lineman, I've always wondered, fourth quarter, you know, you're in a tough, grinded-out kind of ball game. You're tired. I know at some point you've got to be feeling the fatigue. What gives you that extra motivation to kind of keep going and keep making plays? Um, I feel like it's uh, two things. It's an internal thing where you got to, you know, a lot of coaches, um, especially ours, they, they preach, you know, fourth quarter, you know, it's time to, to, to level it up. And uh, I feel like uh, that's what that's what you got to do. And uh, externally, I feel like just hearing, like, the crowd and hearing all my teammates, like, hyping up everything, especially if it's a close game, then I feel like that definitely gives you an extra edge. Jalen, what do you feel like this team can accomplish this year? I feel like we have a really good squad. Um, I feel like uh, 
I feel like we're not the most talented, but I feel like we have the grit, and I feel like we have. I feel like nobody is gonna outdo us on the on the field. When it's all said and done, and you reflect back on your high school football career, what do you want to remember from that, and what do you want fans of White County football to remember about you? Um, I would like them to remember that I was a leader, and I feel like. I don't want them to remember how tough I was. Jalen Hanna, Garrett Johnson, Rylan Bumbleo, thank you guys for joining us this morning, members of the White County High School football team. Coach, we're going to come back to you for a few moments, and uh, I can tell just by talking to these three guys, you've got some great leadership, it looks like, on this team this year. No doubt. That's you know We mentioned that earlier with the senior leadership. Uh, Grayson Walker just walked in late. He doesn't get to be on air. He's gonna pay, but he but he still gets a biscuit. He, so, yeah, he so came for the fired. breakfast. Yeah, he yeah. came for the food. Uh, and then you know I got a junior here, Keaton Sparkman, as well, and some other kids that wanted to make it. But yes, as far as that goes, the you know it's hard to replace actual playing time, being on the field, being around each other, being around the coaching staff. Right. And so these guys, like we've said many times, well, I've coached them, been lucky to coach them since they were you know, five and six years old, mm-hmm. a lot of them anyway. And so uh, it, it, it's exciting to have that leadership on the field and know they can take care of some of the things I mean, on their own. Coach, congrats on a big win. Good luck throughout the season. I think it's going to be an exciting year for White County football. We look forward to seeing what you guys accomplish this year. We, we appreciate you guys having us. Thank you very much. Coach Mark Frazier and members of the White County High School football team joining us on the High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. We'll have Upperman coach Adam Kane when we come back to Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville. Bobcats to Tigers. They all get along here. Talking prep sports. The high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. The Upperman Bees kicked off football action for Upper Cumberland teams on Thursday night against the Cookville Cavaliers over at Tennessee Tech. The Bees come out victorious 34-0 over Cookville. Upperman head coach Adam Kane joins us here at Chick-fil-A this morning. Coach, good to have you with us. And um, I know you like coming out strong. And I know you're a defensive guy. you got to like seeing that goose egg on the other side of the scoreboard to start the season. Yeah, absolutely. First off, let me say I apologize again for being late this morning. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was, uh, it was uh, you know, uh, week one's always a little bit of a question mark. Um, you know, you don't know what you've got totally, and you for sure don't know a whole lot about your opponent. So, you know, it's a little bit uh, nerve-wracking going in. And um, I will say I felt like it took, you know, at least a, us a quarter to really get kind of settled into the game. Um, you know, they, they did some stuff that kind of hurt us and, and um, you know, had a good opening drive against us. But I, I felt like once we were able to – you know, stabilize ourselves and our emotions and all that, we were able to, uh, you know, kind of lock in and, and start playing pretty good defense. Um, usually tackling is a bit of an issue week one. Um, other than a couple plays, I thought we tackled really well. Um, you know, we got to clean up some special team stuff. They had a, a 20-yard punt return that bothered me a little bit. Um but other than that, I, 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 you know, I can't complain about how we performed, you know, in our first football game. You talked about some of the things in week one, tackling issues like that, that are a little bit sloppy at times. Is it because it's the first game and you got the butterflies? And I know you've been through many opening nights. 
Is it hard to kind of keep the team calm and focused? Yeah, uh, yeah, it is. Um, you know, the I, usually the biggest problem is with each new season, you, you're going to be playing some guys that haven't played a whole lot. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you hope that it's not, you know, a, a complete roster turnover or depth chart turnover. And it's not for us, but – you know, especially defensively, we we had five or six guys that had played had not played a whole lot on that side of the ball, so those are some things that can kind of creep in with the tackling thing. Um, it does take these kids a while to you know get comfortable, and um, but that's what I guess I was most pleased with is um, you know after about twelve minutes we we seemed pretty locked in and. And uh, laser focus. I, I think having a, you know, going against a cross county rival kind of helps you in that matter. Um, but it can also do the opposite and have, uh, you know, create a lot of nerves and butterflies and that kind of stuff. But um, you know, there's just there's several factors involved in, in you know, those early season mistakes. And um, we try as really, really as hard as we can to eliminate them. I try to, we try to scrimmage, you know, as, as much as the state will allow, and we and we we practice those game day, you know, on and off the field type things as much as we can because we we do know what the, the the chaos of a week one game can can bring. So um, overall, I was pleased with it. Coach, once you settle down and everything, 19 plays, 74-yard drive there in that second quarter. Jackson Rollins gets you on the board. Nice long drive. You ate up a lot of clock. What did you like about that drive? I really like the way our O-line played. Um, I think in you know that drive they kind of um, decided that they were going to try to take control of the line of scrimmage. Um, you know, Cookville was playing with a great deal of uh, effort on that side of the ball, so there were no big plays. You know, they were they were they were really focused on, you know, getting a bunch of guys to the football. And uh, when teams do that it you know you're you're usually gonna be dealing with, you know, four and five yard carries and that kind of stuff. Um, our biggest thing is we want those we want to move the chains, and then we want those four and five yarders to turn into bigger plays as the game wears on. And uh, you know, when we're able to do that, we're pretty tough to to beat. And uh, fortunately, uh, Thursday night we were able to kind of get that whole philosophy going. Coach Jackson Rollins had a tremendous night with 189 yards rushing, four touchdowns, an interception in the fourth quarter. Looks like he came to ball on Thursday night. He had a great game. Absolutely. And he's got that, you know, he's a ultra, ultra competitive guy. And, um, you know, the kind of guy that you want on your side. And, um, you know, he, me and him communicate quite a bit during a football game. And, um, you know, me, me telling him to, you know, make sure he manages his emotions and uh, him telling me to give him the ball. And, um, <laughs> When when uh, when I talk to him about his emotions, he he says yes, sir. And when he tells me to give him the ball, I say yes, sir. So uh, you know he's a he's a heck of a player, and um, you know he was uh, he's motivated every week. But uh, you know he likes to to you know play well in the big games, and uh, he was fantastic. And uh, 
you know, he, he, he's got that ability to, to um, get to that next level and uh, get his, you know, play to, you know, get to that next gear. Mm-hmm. And when, when our team sees him do that, they do their best to try to follow that. So uh, it's pretty cool. Um, it was very, uh, it was very um, contagious uh, for us on Thursday night, and and he was a big uh, spark plug to our to our victory. You have several newcomers, I know, in starting roles this year. Overall, were you pretty pleased with how the new faces played on Thursday night? Yeah, I was. Um, you know, like you said, we 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 brought back. I think five on defense and six on offense. So there are some, you know, some new guys playing. Um, I think everybody's kind of bought into, you know, what we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's the first hurdle to overcome. You know, you, you bring a new guy into the lineup and he's got to learn where to, you know, what his role is and how to fit into what we're trying to do. And and uh, it's been a pretty seamless uh, you know, deal transition deal on that. Um, you know, the biggest concern you have with new guys playing is are, are they ready? Right. You know? And um, we do a pretty good job in our program. Um, you know, we do a week long camp where we we do our two day practices, and it's a real eye opening experience. It's a real grind, and, and we really find out a lot about the guys during that week. Um, you know, not not. Not just your average high school kid can make it through that. Right. And so, you know, our guys take a lot of pride in that. And uh, it's kind of, you know, become the foundation of, of what this program's about. You know, it's um, we try to work pretty hard. And um, we try to create an, an environment where these kids have to uh, learn how to function in a, in a daily practice setting where it's not easy, mm-hmm. and uh, I think that kind of carries over to our Thursday and Friday night ball games. Upperman head football coach Adam Kaner, guest on the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Trousdale County comes to Baxter next Friday night. Traditional great program, of course. Numbers down a little bit. They had a tough loss against a very good Friendship Christian team on Friday night. What do you expect from Charlesdale County? I know you've had a chance to take a look at them. Uh, even though they had a tough night Friday night, they're still Charlesdale County. Yeah, um, the head coach, Blake Satterfield, and I are good friends. Uh, I actually was his position coach when he played in college, and, um, you know, so I got a great deal of respect for him. Um, You know, their program is a very proud program. You know, I I remember um, last last November, the Friday after Thanksgiving, you know, our bus passed their bus on the way to East Tennessee to play <laughs> semifinal games. And, um, you know, that's old hat for them. Yeah. They, they're always in the semifinals. You know, we're, we're trying to get our program to where we're, we're there too. Um, but those teams that, that are always playing deep in the postseason, um, they're proud <laughs> and, um, and they are always, um, you know, you, they're going to always bounce back from adversity. Right. Um, I imagine it's going to be a, you know, some come to Jesus moments down there this week. And, and uh, there is no doubt in my mind they will get their best, you know, punches this this Friday night. And um, one thing I did notice, I went to the game. They've got good players, you mm-hmm. know. Um, you know, Blake told me that their, you know, their numbers were not 
as as big as they've been, but they got 27. You know, I I didn't get our exact number of how many played in our game uh, against Cookville, but you're usually not playing many more than that. Right. And um, you know, the guys they have are quality players, and I know they're well coached, and uh, you know. It's intimidating going up there and looking at all the state championships that they've won, um, and that's for a reason. And 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 those kids are, you know, have a great deal of, of pride in that program. So, you know, they ain't gonna be sneaking up on us. I'll guarantee you that. We, you know, we'll we'll have our, they'll have our full attention. And and um, you know, I know it's going to be a tough physical. You know, they, they play kind of the same style we do where they're going to try to pound you, you know, into submission. And um, so we'll have our work cut out for us just like we will every week this year. I mean, it's a very daunting schedule. Big win for Opperman to start the season, 34 nothing over Cookville. Coach Adam Kane joining us today. Coach, congratulations on the big win. Good luck against Trousdale and throughout the season. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Coach Adam Kane joining us. Stay with us. We'll talk to Livingston Academy coach Dale Flatt when we come back to the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. The High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. The Upper Cumberland's high school players and coaches gather here. the Livingston Academy Wildcats in their season opener Friday as they travel to Sparta and lose to the White County Warriors 48 to nothing. Coach Dale Flatt joins us on the High School Playbook. Coach, not the start you wanted, but did you see some progress in some areas from last year's team? I did. Uh, you know, we moved the ball all night long, really. We moved it up and down the field. We just didn't get in the end zone. Uh, and, and at times, we stopped them. Uh, we're just you know, we we're, we're kind of spotty. You know, it seems like we'll we'll do something good, and then and then we'll make a mistake, and and uh, you know it costs us. And and I think uh, you know us. Uh, I think our offensive line. I, I I think they've improved a whole lot to what it was. Uh, you know, from a year ago, and and uh, I, you know, I, I just I, I see improvement all over the field. It, it's just. Uh, not just offensive line, but uh, but you know we're and we're still young. <laughs> I hate to say that, you know, from saying it a year ago, but we still are. And and uh, you know, I, I just uh, I just see, you know, it, it's just here and there. It, it's uh, you know, you you'll do good things, and then and then there'll be uh, there'll be a mistake or something that happens. Coach, when you talk about being able to move the ball up and down the field, what were some of the things that, that kind of thwarted those drives and, and didn't end eventually lead into getting points on the scoreboard? Well, I, I think, uh, you know, like I said, we, we'll we'll make a mistake here or there. Uh, I, I think the short passing game was good for us last night. Uh, Lachlan Hammock run the ball real good. Uh, he, he I don't know how many yards he got, but you know, I, I thought uh, I thought he'd done a great job. Uh, we had receivers that uh, you know they caught the ball pretty good. You know, I thought they they done a good job. Uh, you know, catching the ball and things, and I, you know, it just seems like we kind of stall out whenever we get down there close. You talk about being a young football team, and I know you were very young last year. A lot of those young players got some game experience, but but coach, is it to the level of experience? That the youth is still not kind of showing through on the field. 
Well, I, you know, like I said, we're we're kind of spotty, and and I think I think it's it's showing at times, you know, and I think it'll uh, uh, a, as time goes on, then I think that will kind of fill in, and, and and I think they'll get better at that, you know, and, and I think uh, uh, you know, being young like that, you know, it, it's still uh, uh, younger kids going up against, uh, let's say, seniors or whatever. Uh, I, and I had a lot of injuries last night, you know, and I had, uh, I, I've got several out right now. And I think that had a, a little bit to do with our, uh, kind of being spotty as well. Livingston Academy head football coach Dale Flat joining us on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, on the other side of the field last night, uh, I think one of the Upper Cumberland's top tailbacks in Malachi Dow. What were your impressions of that young man? You know, he's a good ball player. Uh, he really is. And I, we had a hard time trying to tackle him. Uh, he would uh, go outside, and if he got outside, he's gone. And kind of our game plan was try to keep him between the tackles, and, and that's just hard to do with a player like that. He, he would make a move, and he'd just be gone. And and, and like I said, I, he's just an exceptional ball player, and uh, he does a really good job at, at – you know, running the ball and things, and and uh, I noticed uh, I noticed our players hitting him a lot of times at the line of scrimmage, uh, but then he'd go ahead and get more yards after that. And so, uh, you know, a little bit of poor tackling on our part, and I think uh, good running on his part. Your official, unofficial, I guess, season or home opener, I should say, coming up Friday night against Cookville. It will be played at Tennessee Tech. It will count as a home game. Uh, what concerns you about the Cookville Cavaliers? Well, I went and watched them last or Thursday night uh, play Upperman, and and you know they they have a lot of big numbers, uh, have a lot of players, uh, a lot to choose from. Uh, you know they're they're a big team. I, I noticed they're good looking kids. You know, when I, whenever I watched them the other night and. Uh, you know that's that's some of the stuff that uh, uh, you know you think about as as you're going into a game like that. You know because they have so much to choose from, and that, they pretty much have an offensive team and a defensive team where, where we're going both ways, and and you know that's that's a little bit hard to deal with as well. Coach, you know all summer long there's been work being done on the stadium, and I know I know you as a coach, you're not going to make any excuses at all. But has the whole stadium thing been any kind of distraction to your team at all? Well, I, I guess it really has. And, but I'll tell you what, the guys working on the stadium, we've got to know them pretty well because we're around them so much. Uh, you know, I think, uh, you, of course, uh, when it's raining, it's it's all muddy around there. You have to work around the mud trying to get around there. Uh, you know, you got equipment going back and forth and our practice field is right behind the stadium so you know we i think we worked well together <laughs> trying to trying to get my practices in and they're working on the field uh but uh you know it, it is a distraction and it's uh you know it, it's kind of a a mess around there of course they're they're down towards the the final parts of working on the stadium and it's a lot better now than what it was but uh, it, it's it's still hard to deal with, and, and of course, I think our kids, uh, 
you know, looking at the stadium and things and and the people in the community, and I, I've had so many come up to me, it's not going to be ready. You know, they just keep on telling me it's not going to be ready. And, uh, you know, it, it's uh, it, it's looking more like it now than ever. And uh, I, I, I think that's kind of in the back of our kids' minds. You know, are we going to get to play on it this year? Are we not going to get to play on it? And, and, and I think that goes through everybody's mind. Coach Dale Flat, I know a tough result on Friday night. Good luck next week against Cookville. I know you're looking forward to playing in the uh, new stadium when you open up, hopefully in September, and uh, hopefully better results down the road. Thank you for joining us this morning. All right, thank you. Jackson County football coach Sean Loftus joins us when we come back to the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Built by Mountain Barn Builders, the high school playbook. Covering every school across the Upper Cumberland for you. Jackson County Blue Devils dropped their season opener on their home field last night to play County 40 to nothing. The final score. Coach Sean Loftus joins us on the high school playbook. Coach, a tough night against the Bulldogs. How would you summarize your team's performance overall? Uh, you know, just just small little tiny miscues um, at at some you know times that whenever they would make big plays. I mean, we went back and. And, and watched the film last night uh, after we got it up. And, um, I mean, just, I mean, we're, we've got people in the right spots. And uh, it's just uh, just some small things, which is what, what happens whenever you're playing a lot of, you know, inexperienced kids. Coach, coming off of last season, you had a, a nice season, a playoff run last year. Did you kind of feel like you would build off that momentum? And did you have a good feeling going into the season? Well, I still do. Uh, it's just, um, you know, last year we were, you know, we, we had several seniors that had played, um, you know, for a, a lot of football in their four-year career. And uh, we were coming into the year with only six uh, juniors off of last year's team. And then, you know, we've, we've added about six more kids that just have not played since uh, they were in middle school. Um, and then, you know, we added uh, a couple other juniors. And so, uh, we knew that, um, you know, this team is, and I still think that this team is going to be, uh, you know, in the hunt, uh, to do some good things in our region. And, uh, you know, I'm, um, uh, you know, still excited about this team and, you know, we've got the potential. It's just, like you said, I mean, it's, uh, you, we put, we've got a lot of kids that, uh, uh, just have not played uh, any at all. And, you know, we may look like on roster that uh, we are an older football team, but in all reality, we are a very inexperienced team. But and on the other hand, we are, I mean, they've got some talent and uh, uh, they're very athletic. Um, and, you know, I still feel like that uh, we could end up, I just hope that we're playing our best football. Uh, and we, we just kind of kept trying to continue to get better. To recap Friday night's scoreboard, actually we'll start on Thursday night with Upperman's 34-0 shutout of Cookville. On Friday night, it was Clay County blanking Jackson County 40-0. Whitwell over Cumberland County 29-17. DeKalb County rallies, scores with a minute four left. And uh, in a sh shootout last night in Smithville, 35-34 over Warren County. Monterey over Cannon County 50-14. Stone Memorial gets a 30-14 win over Lenore City. 
White County blanks Livingston Academy 48-0. And Bledsoe County doubled up York Institute 28-14. Week two games, we'll see Cookville battle Livingston. That game will be played over at Tennessee Tech. Trousdale County will visit Baxter to take on the Upperman Bees. It'll be the Monterey Wildcats in Cumberland County. Jackson County visits York Institute. Warren County will be at White County. DeKalb County travels to Carthage to play Smith County. Stone Memorial will be down in the Chattanooga area to play Eastridge. Clay County will travel to Clinton County, Kentucky. Special thanks for all of our guests this morning. Upperman head coach Adam Kane, White County head coach Mark Frazier, and members of the White County Warriors football team, Coach Bruce Lamb of the Clay County Bulldogs, Coach Scott Hughes of the Monterey Wildcats. Also, big thanks to Coach Dale Flatt of the Livingston Academy Wildcats and Coach Sean Loftus of the Jackson County Blue Devils. Our on-site producer is Elizabeth Fortune. Our studio producer, Will Hearn. Assistant producer, Jake Wallman. For the High School Playbook from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville, I'm Tom Duggan. The High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Constructing storage buildings of all sizes for your backyard. The perfect shed, added storage from Mountain Barn Builders. Online at mountainbarnbuilders.com. Or see your building up close, Highway 127. Get the scouting report on all the week's prep action online now. UCSportsNation.com.